Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant. Joining me is my permanent guest, as always, Cammie. Hey, Cammie. Hi, Bryant. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Still staying well. Yes. Yes, still remote. Um, Still doing it this way, unfortunately. Uh, But still having fun, right? Yes. Good. Yes, definitely having fun. So we, uh, we talked for like what is about an hour an episode. I know. Yeah, yeah. Record <laughs> like twenty four like minutes, <laughs> but talk. Yeah, it's nice to see it. Um, yeah. So this is mystery. If you're just joining us, uh, this is a podcast about myths and history of all types. Um, so we will every week try and grab a legend, a story. Uh, a tale, whatever we can think of or find, and try and relay it to you in a fun fashion, um, kind of in a story if we can. And then we'll jump into some of the history behind it uh, or just kind of talk about it. Uh, last week we had fun with Japanese raccoons that had have giant testicles called tanuki. Um, today uh, we have a unique take. It's not raccoons and their scrotums um it's more of an urban legend territory where right yeah um so i'm just gonna let cammy jump right in sure in the summer of 1987 sleepovers were the hottest thing for middle school girls in brenton washington there would be all manner of late night snacks sometimes there would be a pool and of course there was always talk of boys There was one other little caveat to these parties. More often than not, at least one girl would go missing. The police said the girls were runaways. The girls themselves thought there was a killer on the loose. Obviously, the parents were on high alert whenever the sleepovers happened. Often, the mother or older sister would watch the girls until they were all asleep. It was mid-August, a week before, before school was about to start again, and this would be the last sleepover until the next summer. While June had the most disappearances, with a total of seven girls going missing, July had only seen four cases, and no one had disappeared in August. The parents were more at ease letting their children attend these parties. It was Tiffany Macon's turn to host, and she had a pool. Fifteen girls showed up, all giggles, on this unusually mild August day. They splashed around for hours, playing Marco Polo, and only leaving the watery playground when it was time for pizza. After dinner, the girls got ready for bed. Tiffany's mom made dozens of cookies with little icing shapes on them. The girls turned on the dimmer on the lights in the spacious family room. Then they started telling ghost stories. Each girl would take her turn holding the flashlight under her chin and telling the scariest story that came to mind. It wasn't long before Megan Simpson, Tiffany's best friend, brought up the missing girls. She had hosted one of the sleepovers and heard some scratching at the window as if someone was struggling to keep their footing while peering in. She said the girls all ran to the window, but all they saw was a man running away. They had been playing truth or dare at the time, and someone dared Megan to go outside and investigate. She, full of fear, walked to the door and opened it. She very quietly walked to the window and looked around at the ground outside. She saw a turned-over bucket and footprints that appeared to be a man's shoe. The girls watched from the window, as she came back inside to tell the others what she saw. They decided to get the parents involved. They called the police, but 
but by the time someone responded, it had started raining. No footprints could be found, and since the parents were since the parents used that bucket to catch rainwater, the police decided it was nothing. No girls went missing that night. Megan attributed it to the fact that they had called the perp in the act. All of the girls were terrified at this point. There is nothing better when you're scared than doubling down in fear. So the next girl to speak said, Let's play something else. Everyone is bored. Let's do Bloody Mary. While this particular game is frightening, it's not very it's not it's not the very real danger of a kidnapper coming in the middle of the night to make to take the most vulnerable child. So everyone agreed. The girls went into the bathroom one by one and chanted Bloody Mary three times. While one girl, Elizabeth Siegel, swears sweared she saw red eyes in the mirror. By the time the early girls opened the door, the eyes were gone. Everyone had a good laugh at this, and shortly after, the girls decided it was time for sleep. Around 2 a.m., Megan was woken up by scratching at the window. She woke up Elizabeth and Tiffany. The, the three girls mustered up all of the bravery they had between them and peered through the blinds. A tree limb was rubbing against the window. Relieved, the girls decided to go to the bathroom before heading back to bed. Megan went first because she had to pee the worst. Then Elizabeth went in. When she closed the door, the shower curtain rustled. She flung it open, but saw nothing strange. When she was washing her hands, she swore she saw the red eyes again. But when she looked down and back up, they were gone. Tiffany went last. She told the other girls to just go back to bed. She knew her way back. It was her house, after all. If a stranger was going to kidnap her, it's not like he could come through a windowless bathroom. When she finished, she looked into the mirror as she washed her hands. She saw her eyes becoming red. She hurried to finish, then turned off the light right before she opened the door. But the door wasn't there, just blackness. She frantically turned about, feeling for anything, until she faced the mirror again, her eyes now adjusting to the darkness. She saw a womanly shape dripping with blood come through the glass and drag Tiffany back in with her. Spooky. Yeah, that was excellent. So everyone, that's what we're talking about today. The story, the urban legend of Bloody Mary. Um, so get your blankets and your flashlights <laughs> and get ready. No, and so Cammy provided an, uh, an original TM, uh, I don't know, mystery TM myth, I don't know, um, <laughs> which you had done for our last uh, spoopy episode, which was clowns, uh, when we talked about right, the, the right. crazy clown epidemic uh, that was going on. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the urban legends are really hard to find a, a story for, sure. like a written down account of anything. So, And I even tried asking friends, like, hey, did you have a scary story with Bloody Mary? And they're all like, no, we did it. And... One time I got drunk, and then I woke <laughs> up, and then I had a Bloody Mary. Yeah, so, you know, as a accomplished scholar, I started my research on the drink. And it appears to have been invented in the 1920s or 1930s. Um, and <laughs> that's really it. Uh, it, it's funny because though I, I, I was just like, why not? The, apparently there's a lot of, there's controversy over the origin of the name. So it, it basically is drink? enough for the drink. Yeah. Oh, and okay. cause did you know that one without alcohol is called a Virgin Mary? Yes. Yes. I did know that. Uh, well, and it's funny cause the, the, so the drink, it, it's got a couple little options. I thought the, the coolest little thing I saw was that um, there's a theory that the name may have arisen. This is for a quote from Wikipedia. The name may have arisen from a failure to pronounce the Slav symbols of a drink 
called Vladimir in English. And this gains credibility because Ferdinand Petio uh, prepared the drink in 1920-21 for Vladimir Smirnov of the Smirnov vodka family. So, like, maybe... I I don't know. I'd have to look at the Slavic symbols for um, Vladimir. But maybe it looks like... like Vlad, Vladimir Paler, Blood... Blood, yeah 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 sure well and there's like a there's the other thing is that there was a place like a bar or a cabaret called a bucket of blood and a girl named mary worked there and they just agreed to call it the bloody i don't know it's just funny i just thought i'd have to look into it to see if there was like a direct connection there so yeah there's the sources out of all the sources i found there was one just fantastic one uh, that really kind of covered it by David Mickelson. He published this piece in the 28th of April back in 2001. Better times. Um, <laughs> not really. Before the plague. Uh, right. Um, so he, he wrote an article, Is the Bloody Mary story true? The obvious connection is to Queen uh, Mary, uh, the first of England, or the Queen of Scots, as she's called, who did earn the nickname Bloody Mary because of uh, her, she, she, this was the queen who wanted to kind of get England back in ties with the Catholic Church. So this is the 16th, early 16th century. It's a mid 16th century, and um, she uh, persecuted the the kind of the Protestant. And there was rumors of her like specifically targeting young girls. Um, and so she she killed some 300 people, Protestants, just for their religion. And earned that name that way. So there's there's that. Um, but in this article, uh, it, it, that sort of is debunked. I mean, it doesn't really have a tie beyond that. Um, so Mickelson, uh, he, I mean, he basically sort of gives us a history lesson that I got from like Wikipedia and stuff too, because that's the natural connection. But uh, there really, there, other than that, there's no tie. What's funny is, so when I started my research, I, I focused on the name and the historical figures that earned that title and things like that. And I, I, the, the thing I didn't really realize was the mirror. That's kind of the whole point of this. It captoptromancy is the really difficult to say word, otherwise known as captromancy or enoptromancy um, is divination using a mirror. Um, And uh, it's uh, in ancient Rome. It was called, uh, they were called uh, people who did captromancy were called speculari, and I just was like, oh, it's like specular. Anyway, yeah, so well, that's uh, the Latin word for mirror, right? So speculum, right? Um, right, speculums, yeah. And that's so that was like that's really where this the history behind this myth lies. And I, I really, I how old are mirrors? <laughs> exactly. So I'm just going to be upfront. Like this was like a really a, like kind of a last minute revelation that I had because I found this article late. Um, but I, I, I'll give you a little chunk. But I mean, we could absolutely. I mean, like mirrors, like <laughs> divination of uh, and, and captromancy. That's that's the next episode basically because this goes. This is a rabbit hole um, in a lot of cool ways, and I'd, I'd like to see what other uh, myths go that route um but it's i mean there there are uh so the the wikipedia article that talks uh, that that gives us a definition of ketoptromancy um quotes the greek uh traveler uh 
Pausanias from the year 110 AD talking about it. So, I mean, obviously mirrors, you know, reflections have been around for a long time, but the act of using them for whatever you can think of goes back some time. And, and that's really what the core of this myth is. Um, it really is what it, it, it kind of goes up to. Um, mirrors are often seen as like portals and the idea of connecting it to, to this makes sense. Um, one that there's a really funny sort of way to think about it too. Um, it, it's, it's, and we were talking about this too, like why, especially like young girls, are, are so connected to this and there's a there's this psychological uh age called the robinson age this this period between nine and twelve and it's it's described as a period where children need to satisfy their craving for excitement by participating in ritual games and playing in the dark they are constantly looking for a safe way to extract pleasure and release anxiety and fears so i mean that kind of i know that but it's just kind of interesting to hear it and hear that it has this this name the robinson age it's this time period of just kind of screwing around and doing stupid stuff like this. But Mickelson, so the research into Bloody Mary kind of started in 78. Um, A folklorist, Janet Langlois, or Langlois, maybe she's French, uh, published an essay on the legend. Um, She believed that summoning the mirror witch was in, uh, was widespread. That's, that's what this is. It's, it's, it's this phenomenon of, of, summoning a uh, like what we could say like a mirror witch essentially and it just kind of i don't know there, there isn't an exact time where it sort of evolved but they were talking about it in 1978 and in the early 70s and so i guess it was just this this thing um and i, I guess think, um mm-hmm. baba yaga if i'm not mistaken is a mirror witch Maybe I'm not wrong about that. I I think that it it could, it might've evolved into that. Um, but I think that that goes a little older and I don't think Russia was introduced to mirrors until the late, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, (laughs) uh, do research on mirrors and he just didn't tell me. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah. Look for it's a, it's, it is, it's a very American kind of gripped myth and, and Janet Langlois, publish her essay focused on on the phenomenon that was apparently really growing in the 70s so maybe it was an information age thing but yeah it it just sort of had this funny evolution um so Ouija boards like really popular in the 70s too like dungeons and dragons and Ouija boards and like all of that kind of yeah i don't i i'm (laughs) gonna try Ouija board went to Ouija boards. I mean, I know they were like in the, I want to say like the 1800s or maybe the 1920s. Oh, 1890. Yeah. Yeah. It's commercial um, introduction. But no, I, I think that they like gained popularity again in the 1970s. Yeah, absolutely. I could absolutely see that. Yeah. So my mom had one when she was a little girl. Oh, that's fun. So yeah. And that's, that's once I started seeing that it was a connection to the seventies, I don't know, something just kind of clicked, you know? Uh-huh. Um, like you think of like the horror films that are set there with the fair faucet hair. Oh, they're like the scariest ones. Exactly. Yes, precisely. Precisely. Um, I guess it was like a dark time. I don't know. I wasn't alive. Sure. But, and, but it's it just, it's interesting because um, Mickelson's article then kind of goes on. The, this, this specific ritual isn't really seen until the nineties in like media. So like there's the Candyman film, um, a movie called urban legend. There's even an X-Files episode in 96. 
that makes reference specific references to this myth, but also the 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 chanting, the mirrors, and things like that. Um, Wait, does Candyman have something to do with mirrors? Yes, yeah, it's the same setup. You just replace you just say Candyman. Yeah, that's see when I, I was a kid, he was like bees or something. Bees? Yeah, didn't he turn into bees? Um, spoilers. I don't know. I didn't see oh. the film. I, so, but so that film came out in 98 and i was you know i was a kid a right. little kid then you, you wouldn't have watched it yeah no but but by the time i was in middle school it was like known so like i i i remember people that that was like my introduction to the mirror chanting phenomenon um or maybe an episode of south park i don't know uh <laughs> probably i'm sure they did um so and, and it looks this specific myth, though, um, it, it goes by a lot of different names. So it's not just Mary, but Hell Mary is another one that's really popular or that's that's cited. Um, a lot of different variations of Mary, but also Agnes, because, you know, Agnes, that's just a name to say in a mirror. Hell Mary, like they're praying into yep. Hell. Oh, H- hell. H- oh, they're H- changing H-E-L. it. Okay, they're making it evil. Right, yeah. They're taking something um, that's making it evil. Right, like yeah. I get it. And then they PG'd it to uh, Bloody, um, just to make it more accessible to the youth. Um, Except for in England, you can't watch that movie if you're... Right, correct. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, sometimes you have to chant it 13 times. Sometimes you have to say just her name. Sometimes you have to say, I believe in so-and-so, or declare that you killed... I say, Bloody Mary, I killed your baby. Um lots of different things and it's it's sort of like to if if the witch appears it means you might be getting or uh, if she doesn't appear it has it has lots of different meanings like whether you're going to get married you're not whether you're going to die whether you're not you know it's 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 all divination so, in yeah, stupid divination senses mm-hmm. huh. um, I always, like as a kid just imagine that she would come and attack you in some way right yeah yeah like it, but there's no so like there's so there's absolutely no connection to uh the british queen that's just it's not where it comes <laughs> from that's that's sort of where the historical the idea of it is but there's really no there, there's a couple other figures but it just sort of loosely is connected to the evolution of mere divination or mere witches as i could say and that's about it i mean it's it's uh it was it was interesting like i i had this mind blowing I was focusing on the name. That was what I was focusing on. I was like, who's the person? What's, you know, that's obviously there's going to be a person in 1952 who tripped and I don't know, uh, scabbed her knees up and was Mary. I don't know, but it's the mirrors. That's, that's what it is. That's what it's all. That's, that's the secret. You can't just do this in your shed. That's not going to, it's not scary <laughs> if you go in your shed and yell it like it doesn't work. You so have have the, what would you call that? I don't the, even know what I'm trying to say. The portal. You have to have the portal. Yeah, the portal. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The portal. Yeah. I wonder like if... the little monsters, you had to have like a bed. Yeah. So you couldn't go under it. <laughs> right. I wonder if, if your phone, if you put the selfie camera on, does that count? Well, I wonder if there's the any... selfie camera is the same as a mirror. Like it projects the same image you would see in a mirror. It doesn't project the real image of you. Yeah. So maybe. But I wonder what if... if... Huh? Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I wonder if those mirrors that do project your real, your real image, the ones that are yeah. like really weird, like when you look in it, you're like, what? Oh, I yeah. The if... Uncanny Valley or whatever effect. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder um, if 
it works in those mirrors. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like if you like let's say like there's right now some like twelve year old girls or whatever, they've got their iPhone and they've they don't have a mirror handy, so they do that with their iPhone. But they do it and they've got like the puppy dog Snapchat filter on. Oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden Mary shows up with the puppy Right dog. with the puppy dog. <laughs> yeah. And like she's like screaming, but then the dog tongue rolls out because that's what <laughs> And the girls just start laughing ah, and laughter yeah. scares her away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, God damn it. Well, that reminds me, all this mirror talk, that reminds me of, um, I think it was in that movie Constantine, but I think it's like a real, or not, it's not a real thing, but I think people believe it's a real thing. Cause I've seen other oh, movies too, yeah. where you trap the demon in the mirror. Yes. Yeah. That, that is a, the, their Nicholson's article does mention trapping, like that's a, like using the mirror to trap, like, like if if you were having a problem with a spirit, you would do this ritual to trap her, basically, um, okay. to, to to trap the mirror witch. So um, it was a tool. But yes, yeah, he does do that. I remember that during the exorcism. That was like, Keanu Reeves. You're great. If you're listening to this, <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, yes, he gave us oh. a review on the Apple Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Cammy Bryant, <laughs> great work. That's what he'd say. And here's a free copy of Cyberpunk. No, I don't care about that. I don't. I don't care about that. I just care about Keanu. John Wick 4. That's all. I'm down for that. Um, I, and hey, it's all full circle. John Wick, Baba Yaga, Keanu Reeves, Mirror Witches. There we go. Boom. Done. Myth storied. <laughs> we got to start saying that now. Myth busted. Myth, myth storied. storied. Yeah. <laughs> So we should end it. No, that's great. Yeah. Myth storied and then snap at the microphone. Wow. Well, all right, Cami, I think that covers it. Uh, you did an excellent job writing that story. Um, Thank you. You've got to get it copyrighted immediately. Well, it's written down, so it's copyrighted. Oh, that's true. That's true. But that was really great. I really appreciate that. Um, everyone, if you enjoyed the episode, please let us know. Uh, join us on our Facebook group, Mystery, uh, Mystery with an I-E at the end, not anywhere else. Um, we appreciate you, uh, you know, join our community. We're going to be doing more and more. Uh, the growth of the podcast has been really exhilarating. Uh, it's, it's been going up. Um, and we're really, really proud of what's been going on and pleased that we can do this, especially during this time. So, uh, if you can join our Facebook group, but you can always uh, email us mystery at Gmail as well. Uh, let us know if you have any myth ideas or stories or whatever, especially like we really want to branch out. Um, we've done, you know, Maori culture and stuff like that. And I think we're looking at some Filipino myths, but we'd love it if you have some myths that are uh, not well known that other people just don't know about because we'd love to talk about it. Uh, that's sometimes the fun, the really fun part, although it's hard to research it and not <laughs> not feel like you're going to screw up, <laughs> but it's cool. Um, well, anyway, thanks, Cammy. I yeah, and I just be, wanted yeah. to shout out again, uh, Mystery After Dark that Peter does on the yes. Facebook yeah. Live. So check that out. Yeah, awesome. Um, Thank you so much, Cammy. Yeah, I think that about covers it. 